everybody and welcome back to this episode of Soul Seeker. I'm your host Hannah and I'm so glad to be back with you guys this week. I want to apologize for missing last week's episode. I, If you didn't know, I record episodes every other Monday. Well, I release them every other Monday. I don't record them every other Monday. However, I did not have an episode pre-recorded for last Monday and I went home last weekend, which was amazing, but I did not bring my podcasting equipment with me. And so I was not able to upload an episode and I'm really sorry. I feel really bad, especially since I don't upload episodes that often. I feel bad for missing one, but I'm getting you guys an extra. I guess it's not even an extra. I'm, you know, making it up to you guys and I'm putting up another episode this Monday and I will also have one up next Monday. So we'll get back on track. And I just wanted to say again, I apologize, but thank you guys for bearing with me. It's the life of a college student, I guess. I'm just, you know, trying to figure it all out as we all are, I'm sure. This week, I'm just going to hop right into the episode. So we're going to be talking about dealing with burnout this week. And I think it's a really important topic, especially for college students. I mean, if you're not in college, absolutely still keep listening. I think anybody can experience burnout no matter what your what stage of life you're in. But I think especially for college students or students that are maybe recently graduated and entering the workforce, I think burnout is something a lot of people experience but don't talk about a lot. And I've personally experienced this and I know a lot of friends that have. And so I think recognizing when you're starting to feel the onset of burnout in your life, then you can kind of start to tackle it head on and really try to figure out what the problem is. I think for myself and my personality type, I deal with burnout. I wouldn't say super often because I don't think it ever gets to complete burnout phase, but I deal with that feeling a lot because I think, like I said, my personality type, I will think about certain things or get super amped about certain projects and like really do everything to make them happen and then the novelty starts to wear off and it starts to become like actual work it feels like work or you know I just start to realize like what I'm getting myself into and then it kind of becomes overwhelming instead of enjoyable and fun and so then I start to just feel you know those anxious feelings feelings of like resentment towards what I'm doing or I want to just quit like all that kind of stuff, which I know isn't the best mentality, but that's just how I've always been. And so I think like I've had to learn how to cope with burnout in a way that's healthy and allows me to keep pursuing my passions and ambitions without sacrificing my mental health and really realizing like where that balance is. I talked about balance a few weeks ago in one of my episodes. And if you haven't listened to that one, I would highly recommend because I think learning where your balance points are in your life and like what things you need to add and subtract to feel that full, you know, at peace and balanced in your life. I think when you realize that, then it's really easy to cope with burnout and you can kind of like manage that stress in a much easier way because you know exactly what you need to do to create that sense of balance in your life. But again, like I said, I think just recognizing when you're starting to feel the onset of burnout is the first step. And that leads me to my next point that I was going to talk about, which is the five stages of burnout. And I got this from a website called calmer.com, C-A-L-M-E-R. I don't know why that word looks so weird when I'm looking at it written down right now. I don't know. But I don't know if that website's even reliable. I just was researching this topic before I decided to speak on it a little bit. And I found this, which is, again, like I said, talking about the five stages of burnout. And I don't even know if it's reliable, but I liked what it had to say. So I'm going to share it with you guys. Again, I'm no mental health professional. I'm not a doctor. So if you're experiencing any of these symptoms that are severe enough, I really highly recommend that you see a medical professional or a therapist or somebody who can help you work through these problems. 
I have personally seen a therapist. I think it's amazing. I think therapy is a great option if you can afford it, which I know that's another problem. It's so expensive sometimes. However, if you do have the resources to see a doctor or some sort of other mental health or physical health professional, highly recommend doing so if you're at that phase in your life because like I said, these are steps to help you if you feel like you can do it yourself or you want to take that on by yourself. But again, I know that a lot of people are struggling in a lot of different ways and sometimes you just have to reach out and find help elsewhere in order to really solve the problem. So no shame there. I totally understand. Again, I'm all for therapy. I'm all for seeing a doctor. So like I said, I'm not a professional, but there's lots of people that are. Anyways, now that my little disclaimer is over, I was going to talk about the five stages of burnout. So the first is called the honeymoon phase. And I think this is the phase that I find myself getting in the most. It's like it sounds. It's where you're excited, you're optimistic, you're feeling productive, your energy levels are super high, you're just ready to take on all these tasks, you're researching how to do your job well, you're really putting all of your effort into your job and just trying to do the best possible. And that's the phase that I find myself getting into the most because if I have this idea and I want to take it on, I'm like, okay, like, let's see how I can make this happen. It sounds so fun. Like, let's just do the work to get there and then we'll figure out the rest later. Like, you know, everyone knows that feeling of like starting a new job or starting the new school year or, you know, whatever it may be. And again, I don't even think I mentioned this. Burnout can happen in so many different areas of your life. It doesn't have to be just work or just school. It can be literally anything. And so I think that a lot of people experience the honeymoon phase at first because you're just so excited about a new opportunity and like that's a good feeling. It's good to feel that way, especially when you're starting something new because you want to try your hardest, especially in the beginning when you're just getting your feet wet in that category, whatever it may be. And then, as we all know, the honeymoon phase does not last forever. And then step two comes into play, which is the onset of stress. And so the website was saying that this typically happens, you know, it can be a few weeks, a few months, whatever it is into your job and the novelty starts to wear off like I was saying and you start to feel stress you start to feel fatigued feel headaches irritable your mood changes you start to experience some mood swings you start to feel stressed out at your job and you're not loving every single second of it like you were in the beginning or it's like when the school year starts and you are just so excited to be back at school wearing your cute new outfits seeing your friends getting into your schedule taking notes in your cute high with your cute highlighters in your cute notebooks you know that was me and then a few months into school a few weeks even into school you're like I hate taking notes my hand is cramping up I don't want to be sitting in class I'm so tired I didn't get a coffee this morning and you start to feel stressed and you start to take tests or you start to have, you know, hard times at your job. And that is when step two comes into play. And that is the very beginning of burnout. And again, just because you're feeling stressed at school or work does not mean you're about to experience burnout. Don't psych yourself out. Don't get nervous. But I think like recognizing when that stress is approaching in your life is the very most crucial part because then you can identify the problem at the root of it instead of just letting it manifest and grow into this bigger problem. But like I said, a lot of us experience burnout and it's normal. And so I'm here to tell you the rest of the steps and then how to cope with them. So let's move on to step three. Okay, so then step three is chronic stress. And this one sucks. I've been there. Not all of these symptoms because you'll understand when I read them, but I have experienced chronic stress. So the first one is anger. That's a very common one in people that experience chronic stress where you're just lashing out at people. 
you just feel this general sense of anger towards everything. Um, a lot of pe- people experience an increasing in the use of substances. It could be alcohol, drugs, or even caffeine. And I think as a high school and college student, the caffeine one really hits home for me. I think I've experienced stress where, you know, I'm studying for an exam or I have a huge week of school coming up and I just really want to pound the caffeine because I want to stay up and I want to stay focused. And especially when you're kind of starting to feel stressed and you start to feel your motivation slow down. All you want to do is pick it back up. So then you start doing things like drinking more coffee and then you're also feeling irritable and your head hurts all the time and you're super moody and you're really irritated at everyone. I think we've all been there. So then next comes step four. I keep calling these steps as if they're like a process that you have to go through, but really they're stages. It's not like you're trying to go through them. It just happens naturally. So anyways, stage four. Stage four is actual burnout. So this happens when you just have been experiencing stress for so long. You're very dissatisfied with where you are. You're just generally feeling this like angry, irritable, moody sense. And a lot of people experience, experience, I feel like I can't talk today. I think I said that right, but it didn't sound right coming out of my mouth. Anyways, a lot of people will experience behavioral changes. So like I said, being irritable, angry, moody, sad, frustrated, stressed, anxious, whatever it may be. A lot of people also feel self-doubt, which I think is so normal. It's so normal to doubt yourself. Even the most successful and professional people doubt themselves. And, you know, if it's like 99% of the time that they don't doubt themselves, everyone experiences that little 1% where you do. And for some people, it might be an 80-20. It might be a 50-50. You never know. But don't feel, you know, alone if you have that self-doubt. Again, it's part of burnout. It comes with the process and it sucks to feel that way. But don't worry, there are coping strategies. And again, consult medical professionals if you're really feeling it. A lot of people will also feel pessimistic. So that optimism you felt in the honeymoon phase has slowly reversed itself and done a 180 and it's become pessimism. And you just kind of have this like negative outlook on things. You hate where you are. You hate your job. You hate your coworkers. You hate your schoolmates. You hate your professors. You hate your tests. You hate your classes. Yada, yada, yada. The list goes on. And I think that is when you really experience burnout, when you just literally cannot find a single positive thing. Like even if you did 100% on a test, you still hate the class. You still hate going to school. Like if that would have made you happy in the honeymoon phase, it no longer makes you happy. And then you just want to quit. You just want to drop out of school. You want to quit your job. You want to try a new career. You want to transfer to a new school. You want to take a new class, switch a new major, whatever it may be. You're just really feeling burned out with where you are. And I think another part of burnout that people don't talk about a lot is how you just literally lose motivation to do anything. It's not like you feel burned out and you just want to like switch your career paths and like jump into the deep end of the next thing. It's like you literally just want to sit there in your bed and eat Trader Joe's talkies and watch some sort of Netflix show. Like I've felt that way before. It's not like I'm, you know, this perfect person who never experiences burnout. You guys, I literally sometimes we'll sit in my bed and like contemplate my life's decisions up until this point because I'm like, am I doing this right? I feel like I'm so tired of where I am and I feel like I'm getting nowhere and I'm taking two steps forward and one step back and I'm not getting to where I want to be. But hey, two steps forward and one step back still equals one step forward. So you're getting somewhere even if you don't feel like it. That was probably the stupidest analogy I could have done, but it's kind of late when I'm recording this right now and I'm not feeling like editing all my weird things out of this podcast, so I'm just going to give you the real raw version of myself right now, so you're getting it all. Anyways, let's move on to step five. Stage five, okay. Stage five is habitual burnout, and that's when you just always have this sense of burnout. It's called burnout syndrome, I guess. I didn't even know that was a thing, but I guess it is. It's where you're experiencing chronic 
mental and physical fatigue. So you're just always like mentally drained. You're physically tired. You don't want to get up out of bed. And like I said, this can manifest into depression, which is really like something you should consult a medical professional about, a therapist, because again, the methods that I'm going to describe to kind of like cope with that are just things that I've experienced that for me are tried and true, but they are not by any means from a medical professional. So please go consult someone if you need to. But if you are experiencing that burnout, that habitual burnout, and you are feeling depressed or sad, like you're not alone. A lot of other people experience this and it's very normal, especially when you're in just a super solid routine and it feels like you're living Groundhog's Day, like every day is the same. I think especially in the pandemic, we have experienced that where it just feels like every day is the same and there's nothing super fun to look forward to like it used to be. And so burnout is so real, you guys. Like, Don't feel bad if you are feeling really overwhelmed about burnout or you're just feeling no motivation anymore or very pessimistic. I think it's so normal considering the world we're living in. And I genuinely am a very optimistic person, I would say, but I definitely have experienced a lot more pessimistic thoughts during quarantine than I ever have in my life, I would say. It's just because I think we're all so like almost claustrophobic, like we're just so trapped in like the way we've been living life. And again, it makes sense like this is just the way things are now, but it is really hard, especially when we're so used to having so much stim like what is that word? Stimulating things in our lives that we can always just like turn to the next fun thing and like kind of numb the distractions and the pain and whatever. But now we kind of have to deal with our burnout and we kind of have to deal with it and face it head on. So here's what I do when I'm feeling burnt out. I don't know if this is like the best strategy, but this is kind of what helps me to just kind of refocus my life a little bit. I think for me, the biggest thing that I do when I'm feeling burnt out is to just take a step back. And I think it's kind of counterintuitive because I think when people are feeling burnt out and they're losing that motivation, you kind of just want to push yourself to try even harder, to go even more, to figure out what you really want to do and to just like go, go, go and just like push through it and just kind of forget that it's happening and ignore it and just like, you know, move on in life because you don't want to stay in one place for too long. I don't agree with that completely. I definitely think it's good to keep moving forward. Like I said, two steps forward, one step back. That's normal. But I think it's totally okay to just take a second and like really reevaluate your life and not to the point of like questioning everything in your life. I don't think you need to do that because you can't change the past. There's no point in wishing it away. It just is the way it is. But I do think with like the future, the future is unknown. So you have, you know, somewhat of a control over where your future goes. So if you're feeling really burnt out and you start to think about your job, you have to think back to the honeymoon phase and why you were so excited to be there in the first place. Or with school, like, why did you come to college? Why are you, you know, like, wanting to graduate high school? Whatever phase of your, of life that you're in. I think it's really important to just kind of take a step back and reevaluate, you know, why you've made these decisions. And I think that can be a really hard thing to do because you kind of have to take a look inward. Again, the name of this podcast is Soul Seeker, you guys. We're seeking deep into our souls and figuring out who we really are here, okay? So, you kind of just have to take that step back and you know, like I said, reevaluate, kind of shift your priorities. And it's okay to question where you are in life and question where you're going. Just because you thought you were heading in one path does not mean that's the path you have to stay on. And if you're feeling burnt out and you really genuinely do not like the school you're at, you don't like your job, it's not bringing you happiness and it's bringing you more mental, you know, stress or, you know, it's causing your mental health to decrease and become more poor, whatever it may be. If that's the case, 
it's okay to change paths. It's okay to switch directions. It's okay to question it. But whatever you do, just don't stop and stay where you are. Like I'm saying, it's okay to stop and take a step back and reevaluate, but don't stop. You have to keep going. And I think that's the thing with burnout. You either want to just push through the pain and just push through and persevere and just like, you know, face it head on and pretend like nothing is happening. But that's not always possible. Sometimes you do just have to slow down and take a step back and look at the bigger picture instead of trying to just, you know, like I said, push through it. And on the flip side, if you're feeling super unmotivated, you're feeling really sad, I think it's okay to just like pick yourself back up and just like stand back up again and look at the bigger picture. You really just have to like think about where you are in the current moment and why you're feeling this way and then see what you can do that's controllable in your life to change that and make you happy again and make you feel fulfilled and like pleased with where you're at in life. And it's a hard thing to do. It's really hard to look inward because a lot of us want to avoid that. And doing that inner self-work is really hard, but it's super rewarding when you actually look internally and you figure out, okay, why am I unhappy right now? Why am I feeling stressed all the time? Why am I constantly anxious? And like I said a little bit ago, when you figure out the root of the problem, that's when you can really start to see where things went wrong and what you can do to fix them. So if you genuinely like enjoy your job, you're just going through this rough patch or you are having issues in some aspect of it, just try and address the problem, whatever that may be, and see what you can do. Again, like I said, that's in your control to change that because if there's something you can do for yourself, you might as well try and if it doesn't work, that's okay. Just pick yourself back up and reevaluate again. I think when we get into these little ruts in our life, it's really important to just kind of slow down and I think don't know how many times I've said the word reevaluate, but reevaluating is so crucial. I really think that's the key to, you know, feeling happy in every aspect of your life. I recently heard an analogy by a really amazing author. His name is Bob Goff. If you haven't heard of him, you should definitely check him out. He's amazing. He has such good words of wisdom, and I think anybody could benefit from what he has to say. He has some amazing stories and amazing life experience and just some really great takeaways. So, Again, if you haven't heard of him, please go check him out. But he was saying on Sadie Robertson's podcast that he was experiencing not burnout, but he was just kind of like in a weird spot in life, I guess, and trying to go after these ambitions, but kind of felt like they weren't working out and he didn't know why. And so he told this story of how he had this ambition that he wanted to sail to Hawaii from California. And so he didn't even have a boat at the time, but he bought the boat. He found a boat. It was like a rinky dink boat, sailed it all the way to Hawaii. And then once he got there, he was like, you know what? I want to sail this thing back. It was his next ambition. So he decided to sail his boat back to California and on his way out of the Hawaii Harbor, he turned around to look at the Hawaiian coastline one more time and he just glanced and he saw this piece of kelp on the back of his boat and he didn't really think much of it, but he just kind of turned back around and sailed all the way back to California and once he got back to the port at, I can't remember what city, it was like San Francisco or San Diego, one of those two, he was sailing back into the port there and he noticed on the back of his boat the kelp was still there and he said it was really interesting because he hadn't even noticed it the whole time but it had stuck with him and it probably slowed him down but he didn't really realize it and so he kind of used that analogy to talk about ambitions in life and how you're feeling in life so sometimes you really just have to slow down all the way like how he got to the port and he didn't realize it until he slowed down And then that's when you can start to see the things in your life that are holding you back from really getting to where you want to be. And although that that kelp didn't stop his boat completely, it was holding him back from getting there even faster. And he didn't realize it, like I said, until he stopped. And so I think that's a really cool analogy because it just shows how much it's 
it's just so important sometimes to rest and stop what you're doing and just really reflect and see what is slowing you down in life, what's holding you back, and then do what you can to fix it. All he had to do is take the kelp off. And so sometimes in life, you just have to figure out what the kelp is and then try and remove it the best of your abilities. And like I said, some things in life are just not in your control. And so all you can do is control the controllables. That's one of my main things I'm focusing on this year because your girl likes to stress out about things she can't even control. So this year we're focusing on controlling the controllables. And yeah, so I think if you're experiencing burnout, again, it's so normal. A lot of people experience this and you're not alone in that. But there's definitely things you can do to manage it and cope with it and, you know, really start to get your life back on track and feel like you're happy again with where you're at and feel really fulfilled because I think all of us just really want to feel fulfilled in life and burnout is not a fun thing to experience, but it's so normal. It's so real and there's definitely ways to cope. So like I said a million times, if you need to consult a medical professional or a mental health specialist, please do so. But there's so many resources to help yourself if you want to do that too. And just really take a step back. Again, I'm going to say it one more time. Two steps forward and one step back is still a step forward. It's still getting you where you meant to be. Some days you're getting there faster than others. And some days you have to take a couple steps back, but it's okay. Can't stop moving. Sometimes you do have to take a little breather and reflect but don't ever stop moving. That is so cheesy. I can't even believe I just said that. Okay. Anyways, I love you guys. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I will see you next week and I would love to chat with you guys. So if you ever want to slide into my DMs, follow at Podcast on Instagram. It's at S-O-L-S-E-K-E-R on Instagram. I keep saying this, but I really do want to try and post more consistently on there. I manage like five different Instagram accounts because I'm psycho and so I'm gonna do a better job though you guys I really want to connect with you more on there anyways thank you guys so much for listening to this episode I love you all I hope you have an amazing amazing week ahead and I'll see you in just a few days next Monday bye